Hello everyone, thank you for downloading this week's episode of Season 2 of the What The Fart Led Podcast. Every week, Rob and I are going to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community, along with some loosely running themed banter from us. Loose is definitely the right word, Matt. Before we get started, though, if you guys enjoy the show today, there are a few ways that you can support us. Firstly, where it is you get your podcast, please subscribe. And if you are listening through Apple Podcasts, then do leave us a review and a rating. This goes a long way to making our show more visible to people who might enjoy it. Yeah, we're also really active on social media, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or contact us directly through our dedicated email address. All the info's in our bio. Give us a follow, share with your friends, and come and have a chat with us. If this is the first time that you're listening, we've got a back catalogue of shows available, including the entirety of Series 1. Free to listen to at your leisure. Some great episodes in there that we are really, really proud of. So please do go on and check them out. Let us know what you think. Yeah, and lastly, 2021 is a big year for my co-host as he embarks on his journey with his oldest pal, Graham, to run the Berlin Marathon, all in support of Prostate Cancer UK. Uh, We'll be taking on some wacky challenges throughout the year to support him, so keep your eyes peeled and ears pricked for that. Join in and get involved where you can. Most importantly, if you can spare some change, then head over to our Just Giving page. The link is in our social media and in our bio. Any donations you give will be gratefully received. How was that, mate? Perfect, pal. Should we get on with the show? Let's do it. Are you alone or a groupie? How do you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy or shoot a black gun? Whatever your ability, this is the place to be. So welcome to the What the Fuck Like Fun community. If you're 17, 25, push it 82. Come along, join us. This is the place for you. Welcome to the What the Fuck Like Fun community. Oh no, I've got my pubes stuck in me float. And if this show ever needed a new slogan, I've got my pubes caught in the float, is it? <laughs> Brilliant. I'm glad you got that on camera. <laughs> Absolutely astounding. Made, made, made my week. Thank you, John, for uh, the hilarity of I got my pubes caught in the floats, which without context, if you don't know the video and what he's doing, is frankly even more hilarious. It is, yeah. The Baywatch, uh, the Baywatch fancy dress. Yes, if you've not seen it yet, pause this and uh, go and have a quick watch of that. You'll uh, you'll laugh your uh, socks off. <laughs> one one of the many great stories from Fancy Dress Week, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Series Two, Episode Five of the What the Fartlet Podcast. My name's Rob, and I am Matt. And How can you? you believe? my little friend, mm-hmm. that we are five episodes into Series 2. I know, nearly, nearly halfway through. Jeez, it's going so quick. Bonkers, isn't it? So quick. Mental. I, I don't know whether it's um, because of lockdown. Life just mm-hmm. seems to be flying by a little bit of lockdown, doesn't it? But yeah, And it's something we look forward to, I guess, maybe. They seem to just come around all the time, don't they? But Yeah. Mm. Brilliant. Always, always... Plugging away, always plugging at them, always doing some for the show and uh, working towards week recording these at weekend. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. It's not just recording them once a week, is it? It's a full time flipping job at the minute. Um, what have we got on the show for our lovely listeners today, Mr. Taylor? Uh, we've got a, f- a few things to go in off. So we've got the uh, PCX2 uh, Ultra Ultra Marathon. Uh, we've got an uh, interview with Ellis Warren. Uh, the update for the Maymat run, Step with Duck and John. A good news story. 
And then we've also got a brand new feature coming on, uh, which we posted on our socials, the uh, Fartlek Files. Mm. <laughs> Bit of fun, isn't it? Bit of fun. It is. Our, 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 new, our weekly playlist that's going to be going out, which I got really excited when, when we got the idea. So it was Mike Elliott, one of the, uh, the the guys on who's doing the challenge, sent it over as an idea. You know, why not give some people some um, ideas of songs that they can listen to when running? Mm-hmm. And went out with it. I thought, this is brilliant. This is a great feature. Then I thought, hang on. If they're listening to music when they're running, not be listening to us. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure, yeah, make sure you listen to us first before you start listening to any music. That's that that it comes with a it comes with like a warning yeah. label that says an asterisk to the side yeah. that says make sure you listen to us first. Yeah. Only listen to it after you've listened to the What the Fartlet podcast this week. But uh, yeah, loads of exciting stuff. Um, really excited to talk to Ellis. Really cool young dude. Just written a book. Uh, nice, nice, light-hearted chat, which was great. Super excited to find out what's going on in Make Matt Run. Um, and Jack's going to come on and talk about PCX2, isn't he? About the Project Carbon Ultra stuff. And looking forward yes. to that because, you know, yes. he, he knows much more about running than we do. So um, uh, it'll sound less ridiculous than yeah. us pretending. Uh, so, yeah, before we'll get that, to... Before, before that, though, we've had a, another email, haven't we? Uh, slide into our inbox. Tell me about it, Matt. The uh, the Wildies uh, files are going to be opened back up today. Oh yes, <laughs> I I thought we had long since closed the book on Wildies. I thought that when we went out and said, "Hit us with your Wildie stories," and nobody apart from me, you, and our mate Clive were the only three people that actually came back. I thought maybe this is a dead feature, but no. You've got one, have you? Got one to add to the uh, wall of shame, wall of fame. What, what would you call it? There is no shame in a wildie, sir. It's a rite of passage. And you know what? For Clive, for us, for whoever you're about to tell me about in a moment, they all did it too. They just haven't got the testicular fortitude to come and talk on the podcast about it. So we're the real winners who talk about pooping in bushes. So who's, who's, who's the wildie story, first of all, Matt? So it's, it's from uh, Inst- Instagram, uh, Run With Matt is... Uh, yes, yeah. His tag is, or whatever you I call know. that, your handle. I know uh, Matt, so, yeah. he's, uh, he's recorded a segment, a piece for us, and we're just about to play it. Uh, give it a listen. Should we get over to it? Yeah. So firstly, let me explain why I am telling this story. Um, I noticed uh, Matt, posted a picture of some new what the fuck mugs and i wanted one um so i slid into his dms messaged him and said i was worthy um and he wanted to know more so this is the story of me slinging a wildie um so secondly actually before i got onto the story it's worth noting that matt did offer to tell this story for me therefore hiding my identity but at the moment of this story happening, I sort of lost all my inhibitions and I don't really care anymore. So uh, this is me telling my own story. So training was going well. I was banging out 20 mile runs consistently. Um, week after week, banging banging long runs out, no problem. So I got a little bit complacent. Instead of uh, doing the normal pre-run fuel and rituals and you know making sure I ate the right things the night before, I got a bit complacent forgot to tell my partner I was running the next day so we didn't have a specific meal normally I have like bangers and mash a mountain full of pasta something like that nice and plain but loads of carbs anyway so I come downstairs Saturday evening she's cooking dinner I walk into the kitchen and I cough instantly the spices in what she was cooking hit me at the back of my throat 
I said, oh, I what are you cooking? I don't think I can eat that. I'm running tomorrow. She said, oh, it's only for heaters. The spices will fry off. It'll be fine. I thought, oh, yeah, that'll be all right. So anyway, again, being a little bit complacent, I crack open a couple of beers, sit down, have dinner, take one bite. Jesus Christ, it was spicy. The spiciest thing I've ever eaten. So I'm thinking this isn't going to be good. But again, don't normally suffer with with stomach issues being a long run i'm pretty comfortable with it now so i'm thinking it'll be fine crack on enjoy the dinner have a couple more beers no problem go to bed next morning wake up a little bit of a fuzzy head from the beers but otherwise i feel fine so carry on with my normal routine grab some porridge head out the door first mile i'm sluggish but i'm thinking that's just a beer that that that'll run off second mile I still felt crap, so I put on an Instagram story warning everyone of the dangers of drinking beer because I thought, that's what's wrong here. By the third mile, my stomach starts gargling. And if you've ever had this issue while running, you'll know exactly what I mean. It is horrific. Hits you with dread instantly. But I think, don't worry, I've had this sort of thing before. I can push on, it'll settle down. I'll settle into the run, it'll be fine. Mile four, pretty uneventful, I just plod on. By four and a half miles, I am in trouble. Things have gone downhill rapidly. My stomach's cramping all over the place and I have no option but to look for a bush. I'm on a canal path. There was no good bushes, so I end up just squatting on the side, biggest bush I could find, which wasn't very big at all, hoping no one came along and did my business. It wasn't pleasant, but I did think, I'm training for an ultramarathon. This is all part and parcel of what I'm getting myself into. Right, so I find a leaf, wasn't pleasant, but managed to uh, wipe up the best I could. I'm thinking, right, it's time to crack on. I've done my business, 15 miles to go, I'll be fine. 200 metres up the road, I'm cramping again, I'm panicking, I'm touching cloth, <laughs> it is vile. So I have no option, but once again, I find my squat, myself squatting, but this time behind a canal bridge like some dirty troll. Uh, so at that point, I knew I had to turn around. I'm now four and a half miles from home. So I clench my cheeks as tight as I can. I run, waddle, walk the four and a half miles home. Got in. Lucy looked at me with confusion while I was back so quickly. I just shook my head, went upstairs to the bathroom sorted myself out, had a shower and sat on the sofa all afternoon feeling sorry for myself. So that is my wildy story. Now, there's a couple of things to take from this. Firstly, if you do find yourself slinging a wildy, make sure you take loo roll. I wish I had. The leaf was not good. Secondly, do not take your long runs for granted. No matter how many times you're banging out long runs, make sure you stick to the same routine, a safe routine. And thirdly, if you do have a wildy story, tell it and at least try and bag yourself a free mug. Matt, I hope I get my free mug soon. Cheers, buddy. Brilliant wildy story. <laughs> Welcome to the Wall of Fame, Matthew, wall sir. Wall of fame and uh that was it was like it was like a double wildy story like i've never i've never i've never wildied and then it's come again (laughs) no i can i can't say i've done that before either (laughs) no no what one's bad enough but then thinking Mm. i've got to get back in got to get back in the bush for another one 
<laughs> Must have been spicy that food here. <laughs> mate, mate. And, uh, and yeah, so Matt, we absolutely applaud you, mate. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing everything. Thank you for burying your soul and your bottom to, to our, our listeners. Uh, unfortunately, mate, we haven't got any mugs left, though, so you're not getting one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think you were asking, bless him. <laughs> We've got none left, so yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't quite know where to go. I, I feel like it was geared very much towards getting himself a free mug, but we have straight up run out of mugs because I gave him all the way in series one. So, um, uh, sorry, mate, but thanks for <laughs> thanks for the poo story. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, right. So that was ridiculous. Should we talk about something a little bit more? Uh, serious, serious. Yeah. I guess something that's running related. Running related. We barely do that anymore. So um, <laughs> the the Hoka Project Carbon X Two um, Ultra Marathon uh, time trials were the weekend just passed. Um, I thought it was really interesting because you don't get a lot of eyes on elite ultra marathon running as such. Mm-hmm. I think that particularly in the community that we're a part of, the the amateur running community, when people talk about ultras, they don't talk about PBs. They don't talk about times. The yeah. the achievement, and rightly so, the achievement is completing it. Whether it's a 50k ultra, 70k, or 100k, whatever it might be, the the, the achievement is getting it done. Yeah. Whether Agreed. it's no matter the time. Yeah. However, there is a sport, there is a discipline out there of people mm-hmm. who run these things competitively for a PB time. Yeah. <laughs> in absolutely astronomical times as well. So. Yeah. We've got our resident running nerd, editor, Jack Penfold Jr. His dad's not called Jack. Don't <laughs> that. Uh, uh, Jack, how are we doing, mate? You all right? All right. How are you two? Yeah, all good, good, thanks. All good. Good. So good. How, how excited were you for the, for the PCX2s? Oh, quite a lot. I mean, I've just started doing a bit of ultra running myself. Um, not many people wanted to sit there and watch six hours of someone running. I think if you ask my dad, he was probably getting a bit annoyed because I was texting him every 10 minutes. Like, Are you watching it? Are you watching it? Look how Jim's doing. Um, obviously, he wasn't as interested as me. But yeah, I was um, pretty stoked. Watched the start for about an hour, tuned in midway through and then tuned in for probably the last hour and a half. So I watched a fair amount of it of just someone running um, a lapped course around <laughs> a lake. Was, so What was it? It was a two mile lap course, wasn't it as well? Oh, yeah. I can't remember how long it was but they did nine laps so 62 mile whatever that is I'm, pre- I'm, I'm, miles. I'm not i thought it was a two mile lap course i'm sure they said it was two i don't know anyway i'm sure i'm sure no, you know no. better than me sir so let's talk about the men first of all so jim Walsley's yes. the guy that we need to talk about because he was going for the world record yes so he was like the 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 figurehead of it all he's big in ultra running so i think he's had he's been awarded the ultra runner of the year for the past three years so he was he's obviously employed by hoka they wanted to promote this new carbon shoe that they've the second iteration so they thought what best way to do it rather than than get someone to run 100 kilometers uh so 61 miles or something i think that is as quickly mm-hmm. as they can and that's what they did You'll be yeah. all over them uh, carbon carbon shoes, oh, won't you? <laughs> I, I do want them. I do want them really badly. You're so, um, so you're so easily sold to Jack. So, um, but so he didn't quite make it, did he? So, world record six hours nine minutes and fourteen seconds, right? Yeah. And yeah. he was running down the last straight. It's a slight downhill. He turned the corner, 
commentators saying he's got half a mile to go. I'm thinking, God, he's on six minute pace, half a mile. That's three minutes. It's going to be close. The time ticked over and he crossed the line in six hours, nine minutes and 25 seconds. So just 12 seconds out. But nonetheless, it's a a phenomenal effort. It's like 550 per mile pace. Yeah. um, 342 per kilometre pace. And the the other thing he had, so now Kazmai, um, who set the record in 2018, he had a lot more paces with him in a slightly more favourable course. Right. Obviously, anyone can pick their course, but it's just little things. And Jim, bless him, had to do 40 kilometres by himself at the end. So that's running a marathon by yourself at the end. It's got to be Mm. mentally draining, I think, more than anything. And you could see him the last five kilometres, he was telling himself, he was like, come on, keep going, keep going. It's, it can't be easy. Obviously, you can't have no. a crowd support there because of the pandemic. But no. what a story, though. I think it's it's really interesting. And like you said, it raises the profile of ultra running, which I think is really good. Yeah. And so, and so it should, man. So it you should. Like, you, you, you talk about the fact that yeah, 12 seconds missing out. It's mm. heartbreaking, particularly over that distance. But we're still talking about a guy who's run 100 kilometres in, I mean, what 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 is it? What does it work out about? Nineteen minute per five k. So yeah, we're talking like, like yeah, three minute, three minute forty, three minute forty kilometers, something like that. Mm. Wow. Yeah, three forty two. I mean, even he came across the line, and you could see he was obviously visibly upset, but he was obviously he's got to be proud of what he's done. I mean, mm. that's the uh, because normally he's a mountain runner, so he runs off road. So running off road, you're going to be doing seven minute mile in because it's a it's a lot different terrain. You go. And, mm-hmm. He's got to get those fast twitch muscle fibers. Last year, he ran his first marathon on the road, so yeah. that's 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 saying something. Incredible. He did his marathon mm. debut last year, so and and there the were a lot. Sorry, Matt, go on, mate. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just saying you just got to think think about your own your own goals, aren't you? If you, if you miss out on your own PB by twelve seconds, how good will you be? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's yeah. going for the world record, so it's, yeah. it's doubly as. Uh, yeah, if if I if I if I miss my parkrun PB by twelve seconds, I'd be gutted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, to be fair, I think the, the step up these guys take, whether it's from a different discipline to um to to to, to hundred kilometers, um you know, to road running from from trail or whatever it might be. I think, um, and I did watch a little bit, Jack. I am uh, prone to doing what you tell me, so I watched kind of the as the men were coming in. Raj Paul Panu. Uh, mm-hmm. did he came third, is that right? Came yeah. third in his first ever 100k race, was that right? And I think, and I think he was. I can't remember if he was under the American record or not. But yes. I mean, Jim smashed the American record was, by yeah. like by like 17 minutes. But I think he beat it. I mean, he's only 31 years old. Ultra runners tend to be 40s, early 40s. I reckon he'll break it. He's he's got loads of course records. He's got the 50 mile world record at the moment he he's got loads of time on his side 31 years old is not old no he's no. got an awful, awful lot of time so there's still hope for us yet rob we're turning mate, 40 soon mate yeah suddenly <laughs> i'm just gonna turn around and be able to run 100 kilometers in seven hours that's it that's <laughs> it just, just, you science. Do it. just science uh what about the ladies and audrey tangai won didn't she yeah, she, uh, she she had a pacer quite a while on her one actually as well. I don't know. I don't know if they had their pacer switching out. But 
obviously the men's were there were sort of five or six of them in a group um then that whittled down later were very much on their own for for a lot of it but audrey looked strong right the way through mm. to the end i mean i think she was still hitting 24 25 minutes per 5k from 85 to 90 kilometers which is again if you think running a 24 minute 5k is that's pretty rapid that's pretty quick if you turn up and do that park run it's impressive so um yeah i mean it's just incredible what they can do to put their body like through it all even just fueling they can't really eat proper food a lot of them were eating baby food because if you do an ultra anyway i know when i did mine i stopped and had a flapjack whereas these men and women were having to have baby food because they just had to get it down them whilst whilst moving because they don't have the time to just stop and get something down them so it's just incredible i think i think it's something we might see um in the future in the olympics i mean you've got the 50k walk in the olympics i think and mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure one day we'll see ultra running in the olympics and i really i really hope we do uh, it will be some, really well, nice some, of, some of the sports you do get in the olympics you think why are, why are they in the olympics anyway do you know what i mean so why shouldn't ultra running be in there yeah man. Yeah. yeah man definitely when you think about what a what a discipline it it is um yeah brilliant so well done to all those guys uh good chat mm. a little bit different for us but i enjoyed it enjoyed learning a little bit more learned something new hopefully you guys might have if you weren't turned on to ultra running you might give it give it a watch give Give some of these guys a follow. Try and build the profile of the sport, the discipline. Mm. Uh, brilliant. Thanks. And they're, Thanks all on, they're all on Strava as well. I mean, you can check them out on Strava, which I, I find interesting seeing Jim Wormsley on Strava. Um, I like seeing the pros on there. It's just nice to see what they're doing. But And the other thing I wanted to say as well, Bekele missed out on the world record marathon by two seconds, didn't he? So you never mm. know. It's just it's painstaking to come that close, but... In uh, Berlin, Bekele was obviously really close. Yeah. And also, I was there at that race to Bekele. Thanks, thanks, Jack. Just gotta, <laughs> yeah. you, weren't, you, weren't, you weren't, like, chasing him, were you, though? So, no, just, he was know. a bit further ahead than me. Yeah, just a little bit. Although, one last thing I was going to shout out, but I forgot. Uh, Carla Molinaro, British, mm-hmm. was, was going out strong at the start. She fell away a little bit towards the end. Didn't quite achieve what she wanted to, but still absolutely incredible, representing the UK. Uh, out there she doing led great through things. Halfway. She mm. did, yeah. She, she went out really strong and then just fell away. I, I watched her coming in. Uh, that was when I turned it on. Kind of, it was about ten o'clock at night over here, uh, and I thought, oh, just good timing that it was a Brit doing it. And she looked, she just to have dug in because I think if you go out that that hard and that strong and it doesn't work out and you've still got 40, 50 kilometers to go, the, you, everything your body in your body's telling you to jack it in, isn't it? So the fact that she still dug in, got it done, did it in about eight hours, I think. Um, incredible, incredible. So well done to you. Yeah. Nice one. Right. Okay. Brilliant. So thank you, Jackie boy. Uh, always love it when you come on and have a chat with us. Uh, let you get back to editing. Uh, and with that being said, Matt, should we go and have a chat with Ellis Warren? What do you reckon? Yes. Yes. About time. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Let's do it. So everybody, I'm here this morning with Ellis Warren, who at the tender age of 23 is a 10-time marathon runner, a strong mental health advocate, fundraiser and campaigner, and of course, a published author. We're going to get into all that today, but before we do, Ellis, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing fantastic, thank you. Happy New Year. Yes, thank you. Happy New Year to you too. How did you celebrate? Quiet one, I assume? 
Oh uh, yeah, unfortunately so. Um, I had a nice little Discord chat with my mates though, and it's the best we could do. Celebrated it on Animal Crossing of all places. Uh, yeah. Oh mate, absolutely. I read a um, I read a, a really funny uh, tweet from somebody, one of my friends from when I was younger uh, yesterday, that said uh, Animal Crossing. Love playing Animal Crossing because it gives me some kind of illusion that I have control of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Good. So let's get into it. We've got absolutely loads to cover um, today, uh, but we'll start where we always start, if that's okay with you, dude. Uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about how you first got into running? So how I first got into running. So um, we're going back to 2017 when I first started at university. I was a first year student and the first term was absolutely horrific. I mean, I had some of the worst flatmates ever um kitchen's an absolute state every single day so i didn't want to go into there i didn't really have any kind of clue of how you meant to socialize in university so i didn't really have many friends the work was very hard i did uh, japanese and economics as my degree and so it was a very difficult time and anxiety was getting the better of me i turned into a bit of a hermit didn't really leave my room too much um so it's around about then when we go into christmas time that i thought right the world ain't you world around you isn't going to change You've got to change yourself if you want to get used to this new environment. Somehow or other, you've got to try and make yourself adapt to it. And I thought, right, I need to start targeting my weaknesses, my personal weaknesses, because there's a lot. I need to grow into this. Um, and so I decided around the time that I was going to target my long term weakness of running. I had always been absolutely useless at running. Uh, I mean, my most embarrassing memory from when I was growing up was when I was uh, doing Sunday League football. And uh, on one match, I think it was after five minutes that I ran out of breath and I had to get <laughs> substituted. And I just remember signaling to my manager who had a well a head in her hands, I'd imagine. And uh, the opposition just saying already. <laughs> and it was unbelievably embarrassing. I realised I just had such terrible fitness. And so putting that in mind, I thought, right, we're going to. We're going to set a goal. We're going to get long term with this because university is a long term struggle. Well, long term, should we say. And I thought, right, we've got to really start really consistently working towards something. So I set the goal of a marathon and I thought, right, we're going to start running. We're going to have this goal of a marathon in mind and we're going to try and make something better out of ourselves. We're going to try and make a good experience out of this. So, yeah, from there, that's, uh, that's kind of where I got into it. I set myself a plan and over the course of five months, uh, yeah. we worked towards the marathon and gradually you start to, when you're training for a marathon, you learn so much, not just about running, but in terms of other areas like nutrition and uh, recovery and the mindset of it was something that was very profound to me. And what happened during then was a, well, a, a paradigm shift in terms of mindset completely revolutionized the way I went about everyday life and from setting a goal with running it then turned into setting goals for study and other aspects as well and uh, before I knew it by the time I um, was on the start line for that marathon I was already um, I could already call myself a, a proper runner because it had become such a big part of my life and it was part of the routine so that's how I got into it yeah and it and it does doesn't it it, it takes over how, how was the experience of the first marathon itself then oh it was a proper slog it's uh <laughs> i mean you can train uh throughout the winter and 
uh, training obviously go if you start in January like I did then you're training for the winter you're going into spring um, but if you're unfortunate like me to run a marathon in May you don't know what you're going to get you could either get the winter or you could get midsummer. unfortunately I had about uh, 27 degrees with uh, max humidity that day and uh, it absolutely destroyed me uh, I remember it got to about mile eight and I thought I've got to, <laughs> cardiac drift was taking over I thought uh, you've got to get a bucket and sponge out because I'm overheating like mad right now it was uh yeah that was a really difficult experience but it was one of it was the perfect challenge I wanted it to be as hard as it could be because by the time I eventually got to the finish line I thought if I can get through that where I'm basically walking the whole way then I mean what's the next big thing do you know what I mean it's uh it was a real big moment because I thought no matter how steep the challenge gets if you plan for it and if you have that mindset of just not giving up um then you'd be amazed by the things you can achieve 100% agree with that mate and it certainly became a platform for all the things you did go on to achieve so let's move on and talk about some of the amazing things that followed for you so can you talk to me a little bit about the um the work that you've done the mental health campaigning that you've done the fundraising that you've done in the years that followed that first marathon so the, the uh, yes the mental health aspect of it um so the way this all came about so um we're, we're going into 2018 now. I'm in my second year of university and I'm training for another marathon. Um, and around this time, this is when everything started to, um, well, for lack of a better word, everything all went tits up, uh, yep. essentially. And what happened was, is that there were strikes going on at university. All the classes were cancelled. Um, there was the infamous beast from the east coming in. Um, uh uh, all the snow coming in and that uh, buggered up all the trains so I couldn't commute to university and this was important because I needed my classes to go well so I was already struggling enough at this point and then unfortunately in um, May uh, no not May March um, March the 14th uh, I got the uh, news that my uh, father had uh, passed away oh, no. um, and that's when everything changes that's uh, that is a big change yep. and from then on um it was it was a, st a long stage of grief, uh, about a year. And uh, on my year abroad was where things then started to pick up again. I started to really process these emotions and uh, started to. Um, you don't ever recover from such a thing, but you learn to live with it. And it eventually got to the point because I was on my year abroad and I was having such an amazing year. Honestly, Japan's such an amazing country. It was the uh, best experience of my life. It was during that year that I thought, right, I want to take all these emotions. I want to take everything that it's um, done to me um, and made me feel. And I want to turn it into something that's going to be, um, well, I want to turn it into something for good. Uh, and in my final year university, I thought I've worked past four years with university, with running. I've worked towards this final year, 2020. So I thought I want to do something big. I want to try and make some kind of difference or some kind of contribution where possible. And that's where Project Run came about. The name of the campaign where I was going to run five marathons in two months um, in Edinburgh, uh, the Lake District, Gravesend, all places, Brighton, <laughs> Manchester. Um, and it was going to be a big challenge. And I was going to try and get as many people involved. It was partly to raise money and awareness for Minds Mental Health Charity. And it was also to raise awareness of the mental health benefits of running because during my toughest times and not just um well in general in any whenever i'm feeling 
down mentally. It's always running that pulls me up and it's always consistently there. Running is always there for you. And I wanted to be able to share that with the world. So that's how Project Run came about. And um, yeah, so we we had the whole campaign set out. We had the promotional video set out. And that's where it all took off from there. There was a lot of hiccups along the way. Um, spilt five litres of water over my laptop and lost all the YouTube content, which I was uh, pinning my hopes on to uh, <laughs> share the campaign. But um, And then obviously lockdown came. Um, but it got to the point where I thought, well... Whatever happens, we're still going to do this. Um, essence of willpower there. And uh, we, well, I ran five marathons all around London, made a nice little loop. Because uh, this was in the first lockdown, uh, two of those were at half four in the morning to avoid all the uh, all the boomers who were getting angry at me for running. And <laughs> after that, it was, uh, yeah, we just got through it. And I mean, in the end, raced over £2,000 for mine. And uh, in spite of all that happened, I feel like towards the end, all my friends and family came together and supported me and supported the cause. And I feel like it was a, a tough campaign that never quite got to see its full potential, but we still managed to do something nice in the end. So it's something I think, yeah, to be proud of. Yeah, definitely something to be proud of, mate. I think 2020 for a lot of people has been a write-off, hasn't it? And to be able to adapt a challenge, to still get out there, like you said, at daft o'clock in the morning, in some instances, and run. I mean, we mentioned it earlier on in the conversation, didn't we? The, the human body's not meant to run twenty six point two. So to go out and have to do that without the, the, the you know, the positive endorphin fueled energy of of a race mm. um, is certainly something to be proud of. So uh, big well done to you. Um, moving on from Project Run, then we're we're keeping in we're in twenty twenty now, uh, which by the looks of it is an absolutely massive year for you, despite everything that's happened. So. Um, how did that kind of then progress from there? Is there another plan to, to maybe get out and, and do something similar once lockdown's over? Or is it a new challenge that's coming next for you? Well, this is the thing, because 2020, um, at a glance, five marathons over two months in the spring and then uh, another two months in the autumn. Um, and other things as well. There was graduating university, there was releasing the book. There was all big things going on in 2020. And it's easy to look at it as not like a full calendar year, but like a highlight reel of flashpoints. And I think that's nice because it was the culmination of everything I worked towards. But I don't think it's good to have every single year like that, because if you're constantly living with your mindset on one big thing a little bit further down the line, it's, it's good. But you can't keep going about that because it gets to the point where you think, right, I'm going to suffer now so that I can have this big moment later. And especially towards the end of last year, when the lockdowns were coming in again, it's for I sort of got into survival mode a little bit. I sort of had these the um, marathon in November planned out. But was I in a position to really run that? It was like I, I just went through two weeks of isolation a uh, nice holiday to Spain before that as well. No regrets <laughs> at all. Um, and it was uh, it was at the point where I thought, I'm doing these things because they're big and extraordinary. Um, I ran the marathon because it was the Running for Success launch. I wanted to do something big for that. But it's like during that, somewhere along those lines, I forgot what it's like to just run for the sake of loving running and just doing it as part of your routine. So I think as brilliant as it was to have all those great days last year i want to have a year where i'm not just um doing something for the sake of something much bigger further down the line i want to do things just because i love them yeah and it's so um for next year the idea is consistency 
Um, there's going to be no huge goals. There's no, not going to be anything big and uh, all-consuming. It's going to be 365 days of just being consistent, doing things because you love it, and just maintaining a bit of um, order and routine during a time where there's just we're rife with uncertainty. Yeah, and, and of course, taking part in the Make Matt Run Series 2 Challenge for, for Team Rob. Of course, um, yeah. Of course, yeah, the, the, the pinnacle of running accomplishments. Um, uh, I think it's a great message, mate, a really good message, because we can find ourselves always trying to find the next thing, can't we? The mm. next bigger challenge, and sometimes you do need to take a step back and just remember that running's meant to be fun. Um, you talk then, let's, let's talk about something else big from 2020. Big's probably an understatement, it's massive. Um, you talked about running for success. So in November 2020, you released a book. So can you just, let's just tell everybody what that's all about. How did it come to fruition? What what was your motivation for writing it? How was the process? Just enlighten us how that whole thing went. So Running for Success is my debut uh, release, um, self-published. Uh, so all of the writing, the cover, the formatting, marketing, everything I've uh, done on me once. Um partly because I'm cheap, but um, no, <laughs> no, it's um, running for success is my, basically my coming of age story. And what I learned from that is how I had the, as I mentioned before, the paradigm shift in terms of mindset, it went from um, not having any kind of order or any kind of structure in my life, not having any kind of direction at a time when I was most confused starting university. It's how I learned to set goals, think in terms of both short term and long term, how to maximize um the uh, best out of both and also how to overcome any weakness because running before was a weakness where i just dismissed it by saying no nah, i can't do running i'm not a runner and it's how i learned to plan for success so i may have not been a good runner when i first started but through following a plan i became able to run a marathon and then a marathon becomes 10 and then there's a book as well you'd be amazed at how these things all kind of snowball so this is the story of how uh, well anyone, whether it's beginner runner or experienced runner, you it's how you it's a story that talks about how the mindset really primes you for success, not just for running, but for a lot of areas as well, whether it's study or work. Um, so it's a it's a big book about well growth, whatever age you are really. Um, and the way this came about was. It was during lockdown and I just finished all of my essays at university and I thought I've always wanted to write a book. It's been a long term ambition. But with things like this, it's like, you, well, when I was younger, I used to have all these ideas and I started them. But, you know, life gets in the way or you let life get in the way. But the thing is, when we get into lockdown, there's no excuse at this point. We've got way too much time. So I started just writing one day and um those ideas of all my experiences and how they could possibly be of a benefit to other people suddenly became a, a chronological structure and that structure soon turned into chapters and then chapters become a whole book and I had the goal of writing 2,000 words a day and a month and a couple of weeks later I had the first draft wow. and after that it was sharing it out with lots of people um so I just got to give a nice shout out to uh, Ollie at Run For Your Mind and uh, Running With Joe as well who did a bit of beta reading for me and they were brilliant and it was uh yeah it was just editing through it doing my own little cover and uh yeah i think just creating something that i could call my own and give a bit of myself to other people uh through my experiences so i hope it's a book that entertains and uh well encourages i think i'm careful with the word inspire but if it encourages you to get out there and try something new then 
I'd be pleased. So, yeah, running for success. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. first release. Brilliant, brilliant, and hopefully uh, uh, one that launches you into a into a future career <laughs> with many more. <laughs> to come. And and you know what, mate? I think it's a really, really good observation because we're, similarly podcasting. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to hijack your chat, but it was it was lockdown that caused us to do this. And I think mm. that what we're seeing through lockdown, if we can take any benefit from the topsy-turvy time that the last 12 months have been it's that we can achieve anything and we live in this world now like you said where you don't need a big publisher to to get involved and help you um write a book you don't need an editing company or a production company to come in and help you record a radio show you Mm. can do these things yourselves and all you need is is just that little bit of a spark and and the time that lockdown's given us to be able to do it. So, so fair, fair play to you, man. Um, and, and so the book is available. Is it through your website the best place to get it, or is it just straight on Amazon? So for, for this first release, it's straight on Amazon. Um, so, yeah, just bang running for success into Amazon, and uh, my blue mug should come up. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, well, currently available for Kindle download and paperback right now, so whichever one you fancy getting. And, uh, yeah, that's for the time being. It's going to be on Amazon. Uh, and then I think future releases should be on my website, elliswarren.com as well. Yeah, brilliant. And if people do want a little bit of a preview um of what the book's all about you the t- first two chapters are available aren't they for a free download for people to get a bit of a flavor of it um, yes on your free website. download yeah on elliswarren.com so yeah if you want to get a little flavor of what it's like uh yeah you can get a nice free download and see what you think yeah brilliant and then so you said that no big running plans uh in terms of 2020 just getting out 2021 sorry just getting out and enjoying running of course uh, you were meant to move to tokyo this year weren't you though yeah that's right it's uh that was that's been the um the final setback of 2020 should we call it not the first one of 2021 um yeah i was meant to go to tokyo i was meant to start a new job out there uh, my first job of all and uh unfortunately uh once my hometown Medway decided to create a new, their very own strain of the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> we Tokyo decided they wanted to shut their borders. So, yeah, unfortunately, that's been delayed a few months. So I'm currently um, talking to you from the slightly less exotic Maidstone, uh, <laughs> Kent. But yeah, it's uh, depending on perspective, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a setback, and it's made things a bit difficult. But I think, regardless of whether we can work or live our lives or not i think when you've got uh creative pursuits uh so it's like you with the podcast as well it's like whatever's going on outside the world we have our creative pursuits to focus on so that's always going to be there for us and so with the writing i want to get writing on my next big project soon so regardless of what the world's doing we've we're here indoors with our laptops with our mics doing what we do so that's going to keep me powering through 2021 i reckon yeah good message good message to finish on i think before we do end though is uh, we've already talked about the book we've talked about the website you're at running with ellis on instagram if anyone wants to give you a follow and come and come and see what you're all about is there anyone else or uh, you wanted to mention before we finish up and any projects you're working with or anyone else you wanted to shout out before we're done so at the moment we're well going into 2021 hoping to continue on uh well, the success of running for success. And uh, I will be working on a brand new book, which uh, hopefully can release sometime this year. You have to wait and see, stay tuned. Um, But I think in terms of shout outs, I just want to give a a big thank you and uh, everything to Running With Joe, absolutely lovely geezer. Um, Run For Your Minds, Ollie, 
amazing man. The running mank he's inspired me to uh, live a consistent 2021. Seeing him run 5k a day every day. Um, it's absolutely incredible. Lovely guy as well. Um, so shout out to those three. Runner on the rough as well. Running with Emma. Lots of lovely people on Instagram. Ever since this second lockdown has come about, I've managed to meet a lot more new people and the Instagram community is lovely. So I'm a... Uh, yeah, I hope to keep talking and meeting new people. And uh, I'm looking forward to the um, Make Matt Run competition as well. Uh, already seeing lots of lovely people doing that. So, yeah, it's an exciting 2021 coming up. And I've just, yeah, hope to meet new people for it. It'd be nice. Yeah, yeah brilliant. Thanks, dude. And, and I tell you what, in 20 minutes, we've uh, we've crammed in some, some pretty important stuff there, haven't they? But, yeah, just some brilliant take-home messages for me um, about the power of running as a coping mechanism when it comes to stress, anxiety, mental health, um, the power of creativity and just, you know, finding a spark and getting on and doing it. And like mm. you said at the end, I think a really good takeaway for 2021, let's just get back to enjoying running. Let's get consistent. Yeah. 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 Good, man. Basis, good man. Yeah. Right then, mate, I'm going to let you get back to your day. Hopefully we'll talk again soon. Maybe some point in the future, I'll pass my cross for a little run. Um, uh, but thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Rob. It's been an absolute pleasure. And yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing the competition and I will see you out there. Yeah. Yeah. All the best, mate. Thank you. Ellis Warren, Matthew, 23 years old, I think he said. Yes. Speaks yes. Japanese, published <laughs> author, bestseller, I think it is his book at the moment. What had you done by the time you were 23, Matt? Uh, I think I've learned how to spell a few things. <laughs> My, my spelling was fine. <laughs> I bet his Japanese is better than my English, to be fair. <laughs> good, good chat, though. Pretty, pretty yeah, good yeah. way to, to spend your lockdown, isn't it? I think. Like yeah. Cracked out a book. More than what we've done. <laughs> yeah. Cracked something out, haven't you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit, a bit below about that, bit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Right, should we move on to the segment that everybody's been waiting for? Yes, the uh, the uh, is it is it this one? The Make Mac Run Challenge. Most miles wins. It certainly is, sir, and it's getting interesting. Pulled it back on me uh, last week, didn't you? You got the win last week. Yeah, I so did. Let's hope uh, pull it out of the bag with a fancy dress week this week. Well, so let's set the scene, shall we? Go on, 130 then. miles in it, mm-hmm. we were told by the man himself last week. Yep. So what So what was that? 130 in it, fancy dress week for bonus miles. My guys did great. Your guys did great. Yeah. No idea how that's going to land. However, what we do know mm-hmm. is that the 50 bonus miles that were up for grabs. Yes. Who won them, Matt? <laughs> they went to you. Yeah, they did. Oh. And it was... And it was, oh, you were so confident. You were 80 votes in front with an hour to go. I know. And then sort of somehow something just happened. I don't know whether you guys had it all planned or it, or it whether it were part of the plan, I don't know. But No, it wasn't. I, 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 could, claim, I, I could claim that I meant it. Um, but uh, no, it wasn't part of the plan at all. It got to an hour before and they were all panicking. So everyone, I think, just text everybody in their inbox yeah. and was like, look. <laughs> Yeah, then we, we got a, on the on our chat as well. Everyone were like, oh, look, what, what's going off with this? They, <laughs> they were seven in front and everyone started panicking. Saying, 
I'd text my uni mates. I'm text- I even text my daughter to, to message, tell her to go and tell all her mates to go and. <laughs> you even you even started texting members of my team asking them to go on and vote for you. I would just I'd know that when you go into your messenger to on Insta to share, you st- yeah. you share a story and it comes up. You can send it to anybody. I just went send, 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 send. <laughs> Panic, didn't you, mate? Please, please vote for me. And anyway, then I, then I got a text message off Donna saying, uh, "Why are you texting other women?" <laughs> Why are you texting other women saying to vote for Baywatch? <laughs> oh, dear. Right, but more importantly, that, that gets it down to double figures, doesn't it? Double digits, because yeah. that 50 miles gets me to within Eight. 70. 80? Yeah. No, sorry, good maths, 80. <laughs> so uh, should, we, uh, should we head over to the man himself and find out what it's looking like after week three of running? Okay, yeah. Cool. Yes. Some people say that he won the first ever parkrun event and that he uses telepathy to control squirrels. All we know is that he's called Statman John. Hello, lads. Statman John! How are you doing, Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good, lads. Are you? Very well. Oh, lads, God. You, oh, God. Yeah, how's, how's your week been, sir? Uh, it's it's been alright. We've had some ups and downs. Okay. Would Hi. you like to expand on that? Um, the other day I was at the park and I thought I saw Harold. Harold! Oh God! What happened? Well, I called him. He turned. He came over. <laughs> and as he got near, it was just an ant. <laughs> <laughs> was an Harold. Oh no! It's horrible! Horrible! Must be spitting image. Spitting image of Harold. He was, he was, but I've put out some um, lost ant signs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I went down the wrong hole. Uh, yeah, yes. everywhere, all around the city, um, all in London as well. I went there and put out some, so hopefully I'll hear from him soon. Have you had any responses to the sign, to, to the call? Uh, well, you know me, lads, I, I didn't put my number on there, did I? <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe you can use the, the squirrel telepathy to try and, if some squirrels see it, maybe they can uh, get in touch with you. No, I, I'll put the signs nice and low so Harold will see the sign and know I'm looking and come home. Right, right. <laughs> get you thinking now. Mm, yeah. Well, fingers fingers crossed. Um, the rest of the ants still doing okay? The colony still surviving? Yeah, they're good. I think I've got, uh, not me, <laughs> I think there's a couple of them that are pregnant. Oh, oh. You got them pregnant? No. <laughs> 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 Snap, uh, we've lost you. Connection's gone a little bit. Sorry, sorry about that, lads. No, oh, I must have froze. Um, yeah, a couple of them are pregnant. We've got a little guy in there. His name is Ted. I think it's him that's going around. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, Ted, is Ted a bit frisky? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh dear. Uh, good. Right. So, do you want to t- let's talk a little bit about um, about this week, Statman John? Who's been on your mind? Uh, well, let's find out. I, I feel like I should have a theme tune for this bit. Uh, Matt, you're pretty good with theme tunes. Do you want to do you want to give Statman John a, a who's a on your mind theme tune? <laughs> who's on your mind? <laughs> I don't know. That'll yeah. do. Brilliant. Yep. Yeah, good. Well, is that, that right, was, Statman that was John? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you, Matt. Um, Rob, from your team, who's been on my mind this week, Joe.Hammond.5. Yeah. And um, Dad S Runs. So Dad's Runs. Good. Uh, any reason or just, just like the look of them? Uh, they just pop in my mind um, late at night and that was it. And what about my team then, uh, Statman John? Who's been in your mind on my team? Oh, don't worry, I've had a couple of yours popping up. <laughs> we had, uh, we, I had uh, Jenna Dot is running and uh, Richie runs NYC. Oh, Jenna, Jenna, of course, is going to be a guest in a couple of weeks. Oh, fantastic. Why not, sir? Statman John, well done. Okay, great. So, congratulations to you four guys. You have been on Statman John's mind this week. Matt hits with a theme tune again. <laughs> I forgot it. <laughs> What's up? Who's on my mind? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Do better next week. That's your homework. Yeah. Theme song. Sorry, Statman John. It's a, it's a, a try, but I just can't get it. Oh, I understand. It must be tough. Okay, uh, so can you tell us the scores on the doors for this week, please? That yes. Are you ready? So I am so ready. I'm going to start. Last week, Rob, your team came in at a total of 2210.15. That's a, that's a best in season so far, isn't it? Yes. We've not Each week. Yeah, well, getting we're just getting better and better. Climbing that mountain team, Rob. Come on, let's hear it. So, let's hear, Matt, your team last week came in at 2, 0, 2, oh, yes. two oh, oh, oh. Statman John, can I ask a quick question? Yes. Did that include our 50-mile bonus for uh, winning the um, the fancy dress competition? The shark, yes, I've added that in. Oh, shark. okay, brilliant. Your brilliant. difference is uh, 189.91 from last week. So it's about 130 miles, but then the shark. Oh, was it yeah. 189 and then the shark on top of it? 189 with the shark. Oh, really? Okay. okay, so yeah, so only about 130-ish um, without the shark. I, okay. I need to start pulling my finger out. Well, you're not running, Matt. That's that. I know, that's, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's why I need to start pulling my finger um, out. The rest of your team are doing a lot of legwork for you. You are doing nothing, let's be honest. <laughs> I've seen your Strava. There's nothing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. Uh, let, me, okay. uh, let me give you the title. Yes, well, please, that man, John, because I think there's going to be a new leader in town, isn't there? Well, Rob, your total is 6004.33. Over the 6,000 mile mark, yeah. Matt, your total is 5943.18. Oh, come on! So that's really close. So, what? We're about, about 60 miles in it, Statman John? 61.15 miles. Yes. Come on, Team Rob. Donna's in the background there. Come on, Team Rob. Donna, Matthew. I, I remember Donna. She was the first one in my mind. <laughs> She can't hear you, Statman John. She hasn't got the earphones on. Lucky you. <laughs> right, uh, uh, thank you so much as always, Statman John. Uh, is Lou about by any chance? Oh, she certainly is hanging about. Right, see you next week, lads. Thank you, yeah, so Always a pleasure. Lou! Lou! Hello! Hey, Lou, you all right? Yeah, good, thank you. Are you? Very well, thank you. I don't know if you heard, but uh, we've got some new leaders. Oh, no way! 
you know, I've, I've, I've still got the steel card, you know. Oh, I forgot about the steel card. Are you tempted to use it, Matthew? Has your, e has your ego been bruised by the fact that you're no longer winning? No, I think we'll we'll we'll, we'll keep it another week. So I've got faith in my guys to come back, and I'm going to pull my finger out a little bit this week as well. You dokey. Okay, sounds good. Right then, Lou. So, can you give us a little bit of an update on the golden baton and upcoming challenges? Uh, both the one that is a couple of days from finishing, and of course, next week challenge that starts on Saturday. Yes, most definitely. So last week, Golden Baton, um, we had Nicola, That Girl Runs, and Andy, APH Howlin. They smashed it. Well done, guys. Well done, guys. I think Nicola actually made a Golden Baton. She did. <laughs> she did. I, I saw it, yeah. Brilliant. Hats off. Um, this week is Lads Week. Lads, 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 lads. We have... James Moon underscore personal trainer for Rob. Yep. And yep. we have Carl fighting the dad bod from series one for Matthew. Series one, episode 10, if you want to mm -hmm. watch Carl's episode. Brilliant. Good luck, guys. I've already seen you guys doing Always some smashing uh, it. Uh, so keep that up. Well done. Uh, what about the challenges, Luke? Uh, so currently this week we're in our Strava art. Um, 10 miles, if you do a piece of Strava art, it has to be over a mile. And if you copy one of the ones from Series 1, you get a bonus five miles. Mm -hmm. So 15, 15 in total. Kilograms. That's good for running a mile. Mm. It's a game changer, that, isn't it? It's a game it changer. Is. Lots of miles available. So, but what's what's coming up next week, Lou? So, this is an exciting one. Um, uh, we have got a scavenger hunt. Oh, like Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be four things to do. Um I'll tell you them now. Yeah. First one is a picture outside of Greg's, five love, miles. Love of Greg's, five bonus miles for picture outside of Greg's. <laughs> yep. A selfie. Um, a picture, a selfie with a defibrillator. I can't say it. <laughs> Matt, Matt can't say Welcome it. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> a defibrillator, yeah. I just thought if I said it quick, but for some reason I slowed down as I said it. <laughs> Defibrillator, um, a defibrillator, guys. Yeah, uh, a, a good one as well because you should always know where your local defibrillator is. So that's the say heart start machine. Heart start machine. <laughs> that's the one. You get five miles for that as well. Uh, selfie in with a yellow car. Five miles for that. Yep. And then this one, you have to find a street slash road sign with the word Robin for Team Rob. Yeah. Or the word Matt, M-A-T, for Team Matt, in, and a selfie with that. And just to clarify, when you mm. say Robin, you mean ro it has to have Rob in. in. Yeah, and Rob, <laughs> breathe, in. And I, and I only say that because, here's a story for you that's got nothing to do with running. I used to, when I was younger, I used to work on the phones in a call centre, right? And I'd, call, I'd speak to customers, and I'd get emails from customers afterwards, and they'd always call me Robin. And I could never figure out. I always thought it was dead rude. Like, why is that customer thing I'm called Robin? Awful. My, my email address is Robert Hitchmo. It's so rude of him. And then it was only after, like, four or five years I got a manager's job and I started listening to calls back. And I realised that I used to open my calls with, good morning, you threw to Robin. Ah. Uh, in the servicing department. <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, everyone thought it was called Robin. 
There you go. <laughs> that, that story wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. No. Uh, I actually liked it. Thanks, Lou. You're Very a dream. descriptive. So, yeah, no. R-O-B in the street name or M-A-T in the street name. Lovely stuff. So, so that's 20, tw yeah, 20 miles you can get for one run. Lovely. But you can do it throughout the week, but just share your pictures. Yeah, excellent. Uh, and hashtag we've not thought of one, so WTF scavenger hunt. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Where did, where did that come from? I, I just, you know what, guys? I've just got a creative spark. I'm just a creative guy, and I worked on it. It went through It went through the machine, through the chocolate factory, and it came out the other end in marvellous. Hashtag WTF scavenger hunt. Fantastic. Brilliant. Best we've had. Best hashtag. Thanks, mate. Um, so, uh, thank you so much, Lou, for being such a good sport, as always. We'll let you get back to your evening. Uh, we'll see you and the gang next week. Say hi to everyone for us. We'll yes, I will do. All right, see you soon. Take care. Bye. 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 How the tables have turned, my friend. Oh, you the smugness in your face there. I'm the not smugness. being smug. I'm not being <laughs> smug. <laughs> patronise him <laughs> Don't patronise me <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you what though Let's talk seriously for a minute Over 40 people mm. Took part in Fancy Dress Week That's amazing Yeah well done. I've had, had some lovely messages from Team Rob and Team Matt yeah. Saying that, you know, brightened up the week Really enjoyed it oh. Was a little bit worried at first Not everyone got involved in the first couple no. of days I thought, oh, have I, have I missed the boat on this one? Was it a bad idea? But overwhelmingly great response and yeah. well done to everybody for oh, taking part. Yeah, a lot of people uh, stepped out of the comfort zone for this one, didn't they? Uh, including, including me and you, to be fair. You, yeah, you say me and you. I, 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 I love wearing my Supergirl outfit. So <laughs> I, uh, I, I was supposed to run with you, weren't I? But uh, trouble with the car and that. And then I, I thought, oh, stuff it. I'm going to go out and cheer myself up. <laughs> Dressed as Betty Rubble. <laughs> Betty Rubble. Brilliant, sir. I loved yeah. it. But no, over 40 yeah. people taking part was great. Thank you so much to everybody. Yeah. And, and even those who didn't, you know, we're not saying that no. anyone's better for not. I know it's not for everybody, but just seeing everyone get behind each other, sharing stories, yeah. commenting on stuff. It was absolutely lovely to see. You guys did your little comeback video. Loved yeah. it. Brilliant, yes. mate. Yeah, yeah, everybody loved it. Their, uh, videos, yeah, they're good. Very yeah. good. Yeah, some great ones in there. Um, and, you, and, you're, and your smack talking is getting good, mate. It's yeah, I, I think it only took about one take, two takes, something like that. Yeah, how, how many takes did it take you, mate? Four or five, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> do, you, do you see? Do you, could you figure out where the uh, the speech bit came from in the second part of the segment? It's from yeah, a film. Is it, is it uh, uh, Braveheart? No, it was uh, Avengers. Uh, oh, Captain, yeah, Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it was. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. So I've been mind on that all doing, trying to sort that out all week, but uh, it's is kept that, me busy. Is that kept why you haven't? Is that why you haven't run anywhere? <laughs> yeah. Trying to stitch that together. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Brilliant. Good, good. Enjoyed it. Like I said, even though even them that's not took part in it, they've they've got involved and they've, they've yeah. put, had a had a smile on their faces. I just want to do a quick shout out for some people. For one person, uh, she's got an injury. Uh, I know a fair few people are injured throughout this challenge, but this uh, this lady, she's uh, gone out and uh, she had a bit of a fall and she's unfortunately fractured her uh, leg. Oh, so she's in, a, she's in a cast. Yeah. So Rachel uh, at Spicy on the Run 
on yeah. Instagram. She's she's uh, she'll be out for six weeks, bless her. So uh, get well soon, Rachel, and uh, a speedy recovery. Very much so, and I, I would mm-hmm. echo that 100%. And same, guys, goes, we always say, but don't push yourself too hard. It's just a silly challenge. Do the do the challenges, do the sharing, do the fun. Just get out the door and run when you can, but you don't feel up to it. Rest, recover, uh, keep being amazing. We love you. I'm sure Team Matt are going to come back big. you still got a steel card in your, in, 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 in your baby gap jeans, haven't you, waiting to use. <laughs> It's in um, that back pocket, It's in that back pocket. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> brilliant. Much more to come with the Make Matt Run Challenge. Have you got a good news story for me today, Matthew? Yes, we have. Uh, so we've got Nick Willis. He's uh, He's got himself into the record books this week. Yeah, uh, tell me about Nick. Yeah, so he's, he's done... He's ran the... Sub four minute mile. I'm trying to think. He's run the sub four minute mile for 19 years consecutively since 2003. Wow. So, yeah, he's, he's done it. <laughs> he's done it with some adversity as well because he was he's had a fair few surgeries over the years. So he's had a, a five stress fractures, pulled muscles and strained tendons, uh, and many other different injuries. So he's he's been out and he's smashed it uh, for for 19 years. So wow. uh, well done to him. Yes. Can- Consistency, in it. Yeah. I couldn't think about. I couldn't dream of one for sub four minute mile, but to get out every single year despite yeah. adversity and and injuries and challenges and get it done. Yeah, yeah, definitely good man. So Nick Willis, you are our hero of the week, sir. We salute you. We salute you indeed. Right then, oh, I've been waiting for this the whole time. So before <laughs> we finish, we've got a brand new segment. I have Mike Elliott, one of our uh, Make Matt Run team robsters. Uh, one of our Robeds, he came up with this. He messaged me privately. I thought it was a bloody marvellous idea. We alluded to it at the top of the show. But what we're going to be doing is we know that we you can only listen to me and Matt argue with each other for so long, can't you? Mm. On a run, you know. <laughs> it gets it gets old. So there may be times when you think I want to chuck on some music, but you don't know where to start. You don't you don't have playlists that you can trust. So we're gonna make some for you. And we are going to launch the Fartlek Files. Have you got a theme song for the Fartlek Files, Matt? It was, it'd be like that, the uh, <laughs> X-Files, wouldn't it? That type of music. Files. I don't think I don't think the X-Files ever went. No. <laughs> the X-Files. <laughs> Mulder and Scully were swinging a cane. No. Terrible attempt. You need to work on these, please, sir. Um... Uh, so yes, so we launched. So what we're going to be doing, guys, every week on a Saturday, 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 we are going to uh, put a story on our, a poll, a story on our Instagram. We're going to ask you guys on a certain theme, a certain type of uh, genre or era. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask you to tell us your favourite running song. We're going to compile them all together. We're going to bang them on Spotify, and the following Thursday, we're going to launch them for you to subscribe to and to listen to on your runs. What was our week one theme, Matthew? Oh, 90s. What is it, 90s bangers, was it? Of 90s. Back, back to the 90s. Back to the 90s. The best era of music, I do yeah, think. Yeah, I think so as well. Probably Early just... 90s, I think, though, me. Yeah. We Even have... though I... Yeah, even though I chose a late 90s for my my song, but... <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, you only just squeezed in with yours. But yeah, we uh, 
we got the uh, got the nineties uh, just because there's so many classics in there. So we've got a we've got a thirty song playlist for you guys available wow. to download on Spotify from Thursday, all um, uh, done from your your contributions, your suggestions. Of course, there's a couple at the top of the of the playlist uh, selected by us. Scatman John, of course, is in there. That tops uh, the bill. And Matt and I both picked a song. So Matt, which which nineties tune did you go for? Uh, so I went for uh, Will Smith, uh, Wild Wild West. Oh, wiki, I didn't wiki, wow. Wiki, 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 wow. Wiki, wiki, wow. Wow, West. Jim, Jim West. West. Desperado. Desperado. <laughs> Rough Rider. Rough Rider. Oh, you don't no, want none. No, no. None of this. Six, six gunners from the runniness. Buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you. Any dental that's in distress. Be out of that dress when she meets Jim West. Okay, right. Yeah, let's not do that ever again. Um, Great song. Bang. I didn't know where you were going, Will Smith, because he had some tunes. Yeah. In the nineties, getting yeah, jiggy with it, and getting jiggy with it, yeah, I like that one, but I didn't. Miami, yeah, yeah. getting with it. No, 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 no. Right, okay, this is going completely off the rails. Um, yeah, great song. I, sir, have gone for my favourite running song. Whenever I'm feeling down, whenever mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I don't want to go for a run, might be cold outside, might be raining, might have had a bad run on the previous one, might not be feeling it. Might need building up a bit, bit of psyching up before a race. This one, like, always... like you're psyching this, like you're psyching like this I'm song. This up. <laughs> Return of the Mac by Mark Morris. Oh, what? Oh, just when that first note hits, you swagger in round like you own the place. Come on, Mom. oh yeah. <laughs> no one knows the words. <laughs> yes, you did. You lied to me. Right, okay. Anyway, so, uh, yes, so they'll be at the top of it, but there's also 30 songs all recommended by you guys. And we've got some great ones in there. The most, do you know what the pop, most popular one was, Matt? I couldn't tell you. There's that many to choose from. Three people suggested this. So, Wardy2502, slow fan, of course. Scotty, our good pal Scott, real-life friend Scott, and Spicy on the Run, who you just mentioned before. Mm. Uh, they all came to us with Mbop. Ooh, Mbop. They used to fancy that drummer one. She, she, she was fit. <laughs> the, the, the drummer from Hanson was fit. Yeah. It's, did you not used to fancy her when you were younger? Well, no, mate, because she was a boy. <laughs> perfect. Perfect setup. <laughs> we'll leave that there. Um, couple of other shout outs. Uh, Stormtrooper Jez. Jez Allenson. Mm-hmm. Who is our guest next week? We're next going to talk about in just a moment. Uh, he got a little bit carried away. He suggested nine songs. So uh, <laughs> apologies in advance, Jez. We have not put nine songs on for you. I picked a couple oh. of the best ones. Um, but yeah, thank you for your enthusiasm. And then a quick shout out for uh, uh, just a quick one. Uh, Team Rob member, Rosie Hates Soup, Rosie uh, Week by Skunk and Nancy. Basically, her putting that on made me realise I bloody love Skunk and Nancy. Went back and listened to a ton of it uh, afterwards. Um no, there you go. Matt. There's your homework. Go and I'll check. Da- out I'll be downloading that playlist on Thursday, then, won't I? Yes, yes, you will. So, so playlist available. Back to the nineties. Wherever you, well, I was going to say wherever you get your playlist. It's not Spotify. <laughs> Spotify or die, guys. If you have Spotify, this whole last five minutes has been pointless for you. Right then, we're getting out of here, Matt. Yeah. A couple of people to thank. Mm-hmm. Who got to thank, Matt? Uh, obviously Joe for uh, closing all the miles and getting in, sliding into people's inboxes. Always, as always, always, a fine uh, job. Graham, Graham Lindley for the uh, awesome theme tune. Awesome theme tune. Writes the theme tune, sings the theme tune. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing guy. We've got to thank uh, Ellis uh, for his company on the show today. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, who's buggered off, so he's not here to do his to get his Instagram handle wrong at the end of the show. But thank yeah. you, Jack, for coming on talking about PCX two. Yeah, so you... Matt, oh sorry, go on. I was going to say just for a, lending a bit of legitimacy to the fact that we know nothing <laughs> about running. <laughs> Despite hosting a running podcast, sorry, yeah, you're going to say wildy, Matt. You, yeah, you, Matt, give him some praise. Yes, uh, is it Matt Run? Mate, Matt Run or Matt Matt Run? No, <laughs> no, no mate, Matt. mate, Matt Run is the challenge that we've been running since October, Matt. Oh, yeah, that's that one, isn't it? Run, run with Matt. His, run with Matt. His Instagram handle is Run with Matt. Um, you absolute clinical moron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, like Matt, for, uh, standing on the precipice of shame and telling you a wildly story. If anyone else wants to send us a wildly story, please do get in touch. Remember, if you don't want your identity revealed, then Matt will put on a funny accent and do it for you. Um, next week, then, we alluded to it. We've got, some of you may know him as the Stormtrooper Runner. Dun, 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 dun. We know him, but he's not the Stormtrooper Runner anymore, is he? He's hung up. I am your father. That's Darth Vader. I know he is. He's their boss. Jez is Darth Vader's boss. He's a stormtrooper. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. uh, yeah, so he's not an actual stormtrooper, though. He just wears the costume for charity. But he is an absolute gentleman and a star. And I loved recording this one. Great story. Really interesting guy. And to be fair, someone who goes around in a full stormtrooper costume, running hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles for charity, definitely gets a tip of the cap from us. So, yeah. Looking forward to that one. Make sure you tune in to listen to Jez. Uh, and it is, isn't it, Matt? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right, my brother. Uh, I think it's time we get out of it. Then, if anyone's skills, yeah. give me a follow on Instagram. I am at Little Runner Boy Rob. I am at Matty Owls. And give us a follow. Give the podcast a follow. Give us a share. Show us some love. Tell us you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to change. We always love to hear from you. Uh, enjoy your runs. Stay safe in lockdown. Don't let it get you down, man. Be excellent to each other. We love you lots, and we'll see you next week. Ciao.